Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I just wanted to wish you a happy new year, a happy 2022, even though technically it's not the rave new year in human design. I still wanted to honor January 1st, 2022, and just send you some love. Thank you for being a part of this community. I said on Instagram yesterday, and I mean it from the depths of my core, This isn't just about me. This is about us. It's about the community we have built. It's about the ripples that we are creating together by living nine centered lives and really going into deep embodiment within to create those ripples within the collective, within the cosmos and within those around us. So I honor you so deeply for going on this journey with me and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this journey. I don't take that responsibility lightly. I hold it really powerfully in the center of my heart. So today, what I'm gifting everyone with is a recording, an audio from The Golden Path. The Golden Path is my low-cost human design and gene keys monthly membership. Each month, we go over a different gene key. You can certainly join later. It's not that you have to necessarily have started at this first month that we began. It does go in chronological order through all the gene keys and through all the sequences. In January, we are going over evolution. And it's nice to have a supportive community as you go through some of these gene keys, especially because evolution can be one that's very triggering, very crunchy to go into and very easy to bypass. So the beauty of the community, the beauty of the golden path is it provides those riverbanks, that sacred masculine light scaffolding or structure to your flow, to your energy, to your expansion as you explore the gene keys and as you go on this journey within to self-illumination. So evolution is going to be a tricky one. (laughs) We're kicking off the year with the most triggering, I would say the most triggering gene key. And I already have, I think it's four trainings posted. Everyone gets pre-recorded trainings at the, on the first of each month. So on the first of each month, the community receives their pre-recorded trainings in regards to that gene key we are exploring. So we went over the pathway, a challenge, the evolution gene key, a body scan transmission, as well as the lines. And it's actually the lines that I'm going to share with you here today as a New Year's gift and just a thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this community. 
Within the Golden Path as well, we have a minimum of four calls per month, which are live over Zoom, as well as bonus material that's dropped throughout the month as well. So it's a pretty badass space. It's a pretty incredible community. And I just love being able to pour into my community and pour love and support into my community at a price point that's accessible. So I'm really passionate about the Golden Path. So without further ado, what I'm going to do is just drop the audio in for you guys. So it's going to go straight over into the lines of your evolution. So if you're looking at the sphere of your evolution and your hologenetic profile, which can be found at www.genekeys.com, G-E-N-E-K-E-Y-S.com. You can find your hologenetic profile there. We're looking specifically at the evolution. So something to keep in mind is, yes, the lines will have similar themes through human design and through gene keys. They have a different frequency, a different octave, a different thread, if you will, through each sphere. So we are looking at the evolution line here. So you'll see a number, a dot, a second number. So for example, I have gene key 17 line four as part of my evolution sphere in gene keys all right my friends enjoy this episode if you love this episode i would as this is a gift um which would be previously only available in my paid containers i would love if the energetic exchange here is you take a screenshot and you share with your community and you just spread the word and spread some gene keys love to those in your network with it being January 1st and I think everyone in some way or another felt a lot of those obstacles and resistance within 2021 in in some way shape or form I think we were all impacted on what's going on in the collective in the homogenized world so please if you feel called to if you enjoy this spread this it's a free training please spread this with your network and you can tag me over at Instagram at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. All right, enjoy this episode. And now we journey into the lines of your evolution. Lines are one of my favorite things to dive into. And one of the things you're going to notice is a theme that runs through a thread that runs through all of the lines through human design through gene keys that thread is going to come up over and over and over again as we discuss the lines there will be a common theme common keynotes common reflections and contemplations that come up with each of the lines because when we're looking at human design and gene keys through the lens of the lines, through the lens of the hexagram, through the lines of the spheres, what we are really looking at is the Chinese I Ching. And the, I almost like to look at it as the modern spiritual path of the Chinese I Ching when we're working with human design and gene keys. So when you start to see the patterns that are running through the lines, you can also notice patterns through either your body graph or your hologenetic profile. So what you can even look at as you contemplate your hologenetic profile or going back and looking at your body graph in human design, is there a certain line that comes up more than the others? In your hologenetic profile, you might have 
primarily six lines or primarily one lines or primarily third lines. And in your body graph, you also might find the same. You might also find an even distribution. But it's just another lens to look at your hologenic profile through, another lens to look at your body graph through of how many times do these lines come up over and over and over again? How many times do these frequencies express themselves? And what does that mean to you? What does it mean to you, for example, if your hologenic profile is mostly six lines? So that's just something to keep in mind as you contemplate your gene keys. And again, as you can go back and look at your human design body graph. But one of the most beautiful things that I find as I dive into human design and gene keys, and especially the evolution gene key, because it does present that opportunity for us to look at the pathway of challenge. What I've started to realize and what becomes more and more apparent the more I go on this journey because believe it or not, even six months ago, I felt so different than who I am now. And, you know, I thought I had it all figured out and I had unveiled it all and derubbled it all. And of course, as you go along, you start to realize, you start to humble yourself, you start to, and especially the pathway of challenge will definitely humble you and evolution will definitely humble you and bring you back to the bones of your humanness. You start to realize that there's so much mystery and you become more and more open to the unknown. You become more and more open to not even truly knowing the core of who you are and at the same time being perfectly happy, fulfilled, rapturous, joyous, and full of love for yourself, for your journey, and who you be right now. Knowing and trusting there is an evolution and who you be in six months may look very different than who you be right now. So as that unfolds, you start to realize that there was nothing wrong with you, especially with the pathway of challenge. I found as I contemplated that, and even as I go on my journey and I go back to that over and over and over again to view it from a different lens, to view it from a different octave, the most incredible thing shows up every single time I go back to it. And it's always this moment of, wow, and here I thought there was something wrong or here I thought there was something to fix or here I thought there was something to feel guilt or shame or regret over and it was none of that it's all a part of my karma it's all a part of your karma and you can unlock it to open up your genius your deepest most transformative growth is in the shadows your deepest most transformative evolution and transformation is within the pathway of your challenge so you start to realize there actually wasn't anything wrong with you at all, that all along it was coded into your DNA to go through everything you went through so that you could be the fullest expression of you and reach the highest purpose that you can reach in this lifetime. So there's a great creative power within you that's hidden within the shadows. And the more comfortable you can become walking in them, the more comfortable you can become in the void the more you go into it with a childlike wonder, instead of going in it with your toolkit, <laughs> with the map saying, you know, this is exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be, as soon as I read this, I'm going to integrate it. I'm going to embody it. I'm going to transcend out of the shadow and I'm going to be enlightened. Instead of going into it as something to crack, as something to force, as something to make happen, you go into it with childlike wonder. You go into it with curiosity. You go into it with playfulness. 
and you take life a lot less seriously as well. And I think one of the most transformative things as well with evolution, because for me, myself, mine's a fourth line. It has a lot to do with my relationships. And one of the most transformative things I can say from contemplating my evolution is when I meet resistance or when I meet moments where I'm being brought into my shadow, where I'm starting to really anchor in and, and get like almost doubled down on my opinions with 17, I take a moment, I will separate myself and I will even say to my partner, I'll say to those, if it's a friend or a family member that I need to take some space to be with me and to allow myself to really contemplate and look at what shadow patterns are bring, being brought up for me. You start to realize as you go on this journey and, you know, of course, I'm not including within this. And I think we, I, as adults, <laughs> we can use our discernment and realize I'm not speaking of this. There are some people in this world that are, you know, just cruel and awful and they may intentionally trigger us. They may intentionally go after us. They may intentionally try to bring out those shadow patterns and, and who are we in those moments? You're going to learn in the Venus sequence that the most challenging relationships we have are where we have the greatest growth. And I realized in my life, my relationship with my mother was one of the most challenging aspects of my life. And I realized that was where my greatest growth was waiting to be unlocked, unleashed, and experienced, really transmuted. So you'll find that as well in your evolution. There is a great creative power that's hidden within your shadows, that's hidden within you. And it does uh, it does bring you to your knees a little bit as you go through it. It does, it will absolutely challenge you. And if we look at it again as the pathway of challenge, your opposition, if you know anything about astrology, which you don't have to, I'll explain it right now. And I did in a previous audio. And astrology opposition creates growth through tension. It's that push and pull, that tension between that opposition, those opposing planetary bodies or asteroids that creates your growth. And that's the same thing we're looking at here with the sun and earth being in opposition. It's asking you, where is your evolving edge? Where is the edge that as soon as things get tough, you close down. As soon as things get challenging, you shut down. As soon as things ask you to rise in your power and stand strong in your sovereignty, you waver. You become apologetic. So in astrology, opposition creates growth through tension. And it gives you that opportunity to grow and evolve. If we only had in astrology or gene keys and human design in life, if we only had in astrology, it's called positive aspects. <laughs> if we only had positive aspects in our life and we had no hard aspects, we had no challenge, we had no obstacles. One, we wouldn't have the polarity to know what is possible. We wouldn't have the polarity to know what's beautiful. We wouldn't have the polarity to know what's rapturous. We wouldn't have the polarity to understand love. And within that, where would our wisdom lie? Where would our growth lie? 
If we met no challenges in life, what would we be wise on to share with others and be in service to? So those are just some contemplation points that, and this is how my mind works when I contemplate, when I think about these things, those are just natural progressions of the contemplation that I, I play with, the threads I pull <laughs> within the cosmos and the way I play with the energy. So opposition, hard aspects are not bad. You might see someone in astrology that has a lot more hard aspects than positive aspects. And again, that's not bad at all. And again, as I always say, from A Course in Miracles, a miracle is only a shift in perception. So how can we shift our perception and start to look at obstacles, start to look at resistance, start to look at that opposition and challenge as something really powerful that's going to transform us. All right, let's dive in. So line one. Line one is the foundation. So again, if we're looking at it from the foundation of a house, if we're looking at the lines as a house. One is the foundation. And I recommend listening to all of them, even the ones that aren't your line, because it also gives you, one, reflection on others. Two, we carry all the lines and hexagrams within. And three, can also show you where you're, you're leading your life through maybe a different line, through the shadow, through maybe if you have an undefined G-center, picking up someone else's identity, someone else's past, someone else's destiny, right? So it gives you that opportunity to really reflect on where you might be pulled out of alignment, out of embodiment. So line one's the foundation. And when we're looking at evolution, you have to do it yourself. Now, this does not mean, it does not mean being the hermit. It does not mean being a recluse. It does not mean shunning people or not needing others in any aspect. We all have limitations. Every single one of us have limitations. It's one of the most beautiful things that the body graph shows us where we are white is where our limitations are, where it's open and undefined is where our limitations are. And we don't have access to that energy, but we have the biggest potential to be wise there. So line one, you have to do it yourself. There has to be a deep sense of self motivation here. Even if you hire the coach, even if you are in the relationship, etc., there has to be a deep sense of self-motivation. No one external to you is going to give you the keys to the castle. They can't. It's a deep sense of self-motivation. It's a very internalized line when we're looking at evolution. So a part of your challenge is being radically honest with yourself. Richard Rudd said in regards to the first line, the question becomes, can you be that honest with yourself? That honest with yourself. So that motivation is within. You can't blame anyone external to self. It's within. It's an internalized line. And knowing the gene key is one thing, right? So when we know the gene key, when we know the sphere, for example, 17.4, my gene key is 17, the line is 4, that's one thing. However, the true story and the mechanics, the deeper mechanics, really come out with the lines. And that's why I've always been obsessed with lines. Even in human design, that's what led me to a life dedicated to learning and embodying and integrating the Chinese I Ching separately from either, mo either of these tools, either of these more modern spiritual tools. I'm fascinated by the mechanics. I'm fascinated by the story of the line. And with the first line here, if you are dishonest inside, you are dishonest 
inside to you, you will continue disempowering yourself. And I want you, if you are a first line, to just feel into that. Just feel into where that might be showing up for you. Where maybe you're skirting over where you're holding yourself back. Maybe you're skirting over where you have self-sabotage patterns. Maybe there's a you're putting it external to you or looking for someone else to motivate you. How is this showing up in terms of your line and also in terms of that challenge that you're experiencing? And if we go back to life's work, remember line one is the creator. It's an inner essence. Inner essence. You're a creative process. And yet that creative process must come from within. It must be self-empowered. And imagine the intimacy that can come from self-empowered intimacy. The books, the music, the art, even art self-expression, the channeling that's available to you when you're self-empowered. You don't need anyone. In fact, it when we're looking at this line, when we're looking in terms of your evolution, it can only be self-empowered. So your primary challenge will always be about how self-assured or inadequate you feel. And as a creative type, you may sometimes feel you are your own worst enemy. So this is a private path, but it also doesn't mean that you can't seek that outside help and support. But it does suggest that the answers need to come from within. So you can have a mentor, and this is one of my biggest roles as a guide as a coach in my one-on-one my masterminds it's really important for me to be the guide but not provide those answers and there are some lines where I can provide a little bit more guidance the first line especially in terms of evolution I'm not able to it is it's necessary for it to come from within so your line theme is sourced from within deep dive shadow keynote is self-esteem and your circuit breaker is breaking out of self-centered philosophy through service to others. And I like to look at the circuit breaker kind of as that leverage that transforms everything, mutates everything for you to create that evolution. Line two is passion and relationships. You are here to take the easy path, right? It is the dancer in life's work. What is easy is right. So you are here to take the easy path However, there's no greater challenge for you than relationships. Your relationships will test you over and over again to test how good of a dancer you are, how much you've perfected the art of dancing. And of course, it doesn't have to literally be dancing, of course. The relationships will keep mirroring back to you your shadows. And instead of looking at as well that person always triggers me what are they what is the purpose of that person being in your life to mirror back those shadows internally and you are here to express the purity of your soul you are here for feelings for life for the dance the more you are in that dance the more you are in your feelings the more you are in this ebb and flow with life the more ease that's allowed to express itself and the more passion you feel in your relationships. Every challenge 
should make you feel more passionate. Every challenge should make your relationship stronger. If challenges are breaking down your passion, if challenges are breaking down your relationships, you're stuck in your shadow patterns. So the dilemma and the beauty of the second line as a life theme is that its nature is to be unselfconscious. <laughs> when we're looking at in terms of your evolution, your challenge is to listen to and observe the feedback from those closest to you. They are always going to provide such a clear mirror of the frequency moving through you. And this line, even though I'm a fourth line in evolution, that line has completely changed my life. And I don't even have, I have one second line in my hologenic profile. However, I have contemplated that quite in depth because that is the biggest question that is asked of us in the Venus sequence is what is the clear mirror that others are providing us for the frequency that's actually moving through us? So eventually you'll be attuned to your environment. So you'll be able to notice and stop yourself before those negative patterns are going to be expressed. And that's something to start noticing right now. Where and how are those patterns being pulled out of you? Line three, energy and, ex oh, let me back up here. The line theme for line two is unselfconsciousness deep dive shadow keynote projection and the circuit breaker break out of disappointment through finding fulfillment inside yourself. Line three is energy and experience. Your evolution thrives on change. You are in life's work, the changer, right? So you're starting to see, I'm sure the common themes that are being pulled and the threads that are being pulled through all of these. And of course, in human design, line three is trial and error. It's a common theme that's pulled through. So your evolution thrives on change. Your challenge is how you use your energy and what you decide to do with your life. It is about experience because it takes time for you to learn how to use your energy in a healthy way. You're going to learn how to use your energy in a healthy way through trial and error. <laughs> You'll learn as you go along. And I think one of the biggest challenges for the third line is being okay with that, being comfortable with that without labeling it as bad. Your biggest challenge is going to be accepting the wonderment of uncertainty instead of comparing it to someone like a first line who has a solid foundation and is here to create a solid foundation. You are never here to create that solid foundation. You are here for uncertainty. So when you finally let go of the idea that you are going to get something from all these experiences and you begin to realize that you've actually learned a great deal along the way, that's when life opens up to you. And then you can use your experiences, whether they were good or bad, to enrich others. And that is when it becomes a gift. I was just speaking to one of my third line clients, a new client, and she was telling me about all of her experiences in 2021. She said, I had so many tough experiences, so much resistance. I was in situations that were unhealthy for me and I'm just glad to be done with 2021. And I said, good or bad, your experiences were there to enrich others. That is your gift. Every experience you have had this year is allowing you to serve in your highest capacity, is unlocking your higher purpose, is a gift from the cosmos. And when you realize that, 
you illuminate that and you take your power back, that is when your business will shift. The line theme for the third line is enrichment. Deep dive shadow keynote is avoidance. And circuit breaker is break out of the need for attention or approval by doing things without agenda. And I think especially in the entrepreneurial space, for all the lines, that's so important, especially for the third line. But I think it gets very easy for us to say, well, I'm, I want to do this so I get an ROI. I want to do this so I get a return on investment. I want to do this so I can teach it instead of just doing things for fun. We've lost that childlike wonder with life. When is the last time you've done things just for the pure joy? When's the last time you've invested in yourself just for fun, where you've taken a course or taken something where it's not for self-development, it's not for growth, it's nothing but for the pure joy of life, it's nothing but for the pure joy of the experience, it's nothing but to celebrate being alive and breathing. God, source, the universe woke you up today. What are you going to do with it? God, source, the universe chose you to carry the mission that lives in your cells. What are you going to do with that? You were the chosen one for something that no one else can bring out into this world. How are you going to express that? Line four is a love and community frequency. The challenge is where and how to fit in how you are meant to serve in life. The polarity within the fourth line is that the fourth line is the networker. It's the it's a very bubbly, friendly line, and it's all about aloneness as well. So it's this, how do I fit in while also having my aloneness? You are meant to serve life itself. Now, this does not mean you just are a do-gooder and a martyr. You are here to serve life. You are here to serve the cosmos. You are here to serve source, universe, God. You are here to be in service through serving yourself first. When you serve yourself, you serve others. When you serve yourself, serving others will come naturally. So your challenge is around community and balancing aloneness with working alongside others. Now, it's really critical that the fourth line loves what they do. If you love what you do, the rest will come to you. And this is incredibly important as well if you are a generator or a manifesting generator, which your whole life theme, the whole purpose of your sacral is do what you love and love what you do. <laughs> so the gift of the fourth line is to touch people's hearts and bring them over to one's point of view, as long as it is the most ethical point of view. The line theme is harmony. Deep dive shadow keynote is comparison. And circuit breaker is break out of anxiety by admitting your issues are tiny. Give into your big love. That feels just, just hits me in the feels. Line five, power and projection. So you're going to see that theme. All fifth lines are about power. All fourth lines are about serving. All first lines about foundations. It is about building your storyline, right? All the lines in your hologenic profile and in your body graph, it builds your storyline. It's about power because it's about leadership and influence, the fifth line. When we're looking at the fifth line, it's about leading others into a new way. It's about practicality as well. When we look at the fifth line, uh, the first person that comes to mind is Ra Ruhu. 
And the challenge here is managing the projections others place on you and being clear in who you are, keeping really strong boundaries. People will put projections on you, but what is so important for you, what is so critical for you, because you have that built-in X factor, you have that built-in mystique, you have that built-in like draw je ne sais quoi about you, is to have very strong boundaries because people can see you one day as their savior and the next as the devil. One day as their savior, their guru, and the next the one that ruined everything for them. But when you keep those strong boundaries, when you are passionate about something, you can be captivating into others. And you stay grounded in who you are despite the projections of others. That's where you can really shine. So that's the biggest challenge for you is maintaining your sovereignty, maintaining your truth and managing the projection of others, keeping those strong boundaries, not being swept up in others' ideas of who you are, who you should be, who do you need to be, who do they want you to be, whether positive or negative. When considering the gene key of your evolution, think about how easily others could misunderstand the great gift that underlies your power and your life's work. So the line theme is amplification. Deep dive shadow keynote pressure and circuit breaker is break out of misunderstandings by using vulnerability as a strength. And line six, education and surrender. So again, if we're looking back at the life's work, the sixth line was a teacher. The evolution is through education and surrender. So we're seeing that theme, right? Just like the first line when we looked at life's work. The creator archetype. When we look at from evolution, they're the creator through self-empowerment. Life's work, the dancer. They are the dancer through the evolution of passion and relationships. Right? We're, you guys seeing how this pulls through? It's pretty cool, eh? Line three is the changer in life's work. You get to be the changer through your energy and your experience. Line four in life's work is the server. You get to serve through love and community and through the challenge there, right? That evolution that grows through the challenge. Line five in life's work is the fixer. Line five and that evolution develops. You get to step into that life work through power, power and projection. And six line is the teacher in life's work and over in your evolution how you reach that role as a teacher through education and surrender. So I hope you guys are starting to see the lines be pulled through for you. <laughs> no pun intended. So the sixth line moves through the phases as a triple phase in life. You begin as a student until you're about 30. So that's your trial and error in human design. Then your life becomes more stable as you begin a cycle of influence. So that's 30 to 50. And that's when, you know, there's that retreat in human design where you're starting to be an influence. You're starting to really look at what you learned through that trial and error because we're, the sixth line isn't as resilient. So there is that little bit of retreat from 30 to 50 as you become an influence. You become more stable through that trial and error. You kind of lick your wounds and gain your stability again. In your 50s, the vision you held inside is seen in a new context and is awakened at a new level. Life never seems to go the way you want it to go as a sixth line in evolution. And that's part of the fun. That's part of the challenge that you're going to experience here. You need to learn to trust 
in the fates. A deep trust in the fates. And that is part of the challenge, maintaining that long view and deep trust. So throughout your own experiences, you'll learn that life knows best in the end. And it is this trust in life that you can eventually bring into the world as the role model. In human design, we know the sixth line as the role model. And education here does not impose views. Rather, it draws out that which is already inside. So again, in human design, the sixth line is the role model of what it means to live a nine-centered life, right? What it means to live a nine-centered life means that education is not about imposing views. It's about drawing out that which is already inside. So this sixth line adds a quality to any jinky that lends it kind of this really special mysticism to the world and this deeper sense of success in the world. The line theme is aspiration. The deep dive shadow keynote is seeking resolution. And the circuit breaker is break out of compromise by believing in the big dream. We can evolve. It's so powerful and I just feel all the feels going through the lines. They hit me at a level I don't think anything else does in either Gene Keys or human design. So I want you to feel into this. Life isn't holding you back. It is moving you along a natural evolutionary curve, your sacred geometry. Let life lead the way. And your contemplation points for the lines is what is the most important insight, great or small, that you have learned from contemplating the gene keys and the line key of your evolution? What patterns have you noticed between the two programming partners of your life's work and your evolution? And how has your attitude shifted in relation to your challenges in life? And I really desire for you to contemplate these. It doesn't necessarily mean, although it could mean, doesn't necessarily mean you have to sit down and now all of a sudden really go deep on journaling, although I find pen to paper can be really therapeutic and can really get some subconscious beliefs out and subconscious programming that Otherwise, we might not realize is there, especially if you do like a 10 minute stream of consciousness. In my professional studies in human design, we had to do a lot and have to do a lot of stream of consciousness because you don't realize until you start writing. And I find it's easier to either miss or ignore thoughts. It's, it is easier to go back and actually look what it, at what is written on a piece of paper. So also if you feel a lot of resistance to journaling again i'm not saying this you have to journal and sit down and, and write out these contemplation points i just open you up as well if you're really resistant to journaling what's the resistance there what is what's life showing you there and sometimes believe it or not it can be a fear of what will come up and then if we're ignoring that we're not hold, we're not holding ourselves to the flame there we're missing evolution. So know and trust your ability to hold yourself to the flame, to hold yourself to the discomfort, to hold yourself to the evolution that's going to come from that discomfort. You're strong enough to handle it. I love you and I hope you enjoyed the sphere of evolution in the lines. I cannot wait to see what comes out in the group. So please share any ahas, share desiring to be witnessed we are there to support you share anything that comes up from the heart 
as you share and as you allow your vulnerability to show in the community, it opens up everyone else's path. And we are all here on this path together, walking this path in this membership together because we are soul fractals. Each and every one of us, it's not just me with you, it's each and every one of us. So how can we support each other on this journey? I love you and I can't wait to see what comes through. Bye.